uh, shout out to Chris Ware. Uh, good seeing you on the plane. Uh, hope you're doing well, bud. Hope you didn't read that Slate article. Uh, fucking brush off the haters. <laughs> brush, brush off those haters. Well, he doesn't have any hair to brush, so he's got to brush something. Whoa. Oh, he's an old Damn. man. Come on. Damn. He's been bald his whole career. Man, hair, hair is sensitive, dude. Mm-hmm. People get sensitive about their hair, man. <laughs> You might want to edit that one out, dude. <laughs> yeah, I oh, think wow. I'm going to have to edit that out. Wow, that's problematic, Cam. Just start the show with that. Just, I think I'm about to edit that out. Wow, that's uh, problematic, right. Cam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, another successful SPX in the books. Uh, congrats, yeah. you guys, on your Ignatz Awards. Definitely well-deserved, I would say, um, especially when you chucked the bricks at Craig Thompson. And uh, that was pretty sick. He, con- he got a little concussed. He's fine, guys. Don't worry. He's not He's not seriously injured. Um, but his bitch ass didn't show up for the rest of the weekend, so, you know. I heard that he had a table with just books on it, but nobody was there. That's just what I heard. I heard like he just didn't even show up, but his table was there and had books on it. Yeah, dude was scared. Yeah, he saw your tweets. I mean, I don't think we were the only ones tweeting about it. <laughs> um, Call me crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, he didn't do any talks or anything. But I mean, like, dude, Chris Ware was apparently there for just Saturday for like two hours for a signing. Is it weird to be on the program and not show up? It's a flex. You like, know? Do you think? Do you think that uh, happens? Yeah, or that's that's got it. You got that's got to be a Box flex. Brown didn't show up, right? And he was like a special guest. But I think he. I don't know what was his story was, but I think like it wasn't anything shady. I, I just think, think he, he canceled in advance. I think yeah. he said he wasn't going to be able to make it. And I think it was just too late for oh. the printed material to be retracted. I don't know. Um, right. Yeah. And and also Box Brown is like. I don't know where I was going to go with that, actually. <laughs> I like Box. He's really good. I wasn't He's really cool. The yeah. only criticism I can honestly say about Box is that uh, he's made a career out of writing out interviews that, that have already been done. Yeah, he's telling somebody else's story yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's a good observation, actually. Yeah. But that's not, I mean, if that's, that's the true. worst thing about you, then hey, you're doing fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, like, I have actually started a few comics that way. Honestly, I kind of lose momentum because it's not my own story. But honestly, I used to do that with old issues of Maximum Rock and Roll. Like, I would I would find a cool interview and I would, like, illustrate the, the interview just because I was too lazy to... Not saying he's lazy, but I'm saying <laughs> I was too lazy to come up, you come up box, with a story. You lazy fucking piece of shit. <laughs> right? it's your one of the stuff. reasons why... Yeah, Well, yeah, and yeah. also, though, respect to Box because he did... The story uh, of weed. Yeah, the, well, is, that's his new book, right? The story of weed or legalization or whatever. Yeah, yeah I just I, don't have much interest. I don't, in, you know in what? That. I don't really. I just, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to read that one. But uh, as a comic, I just don't care. <laughs> dude, uh, Box did also do Retrofit, yeah. which is a badass publisher. I don't know if he's so involved now, but uh, Retrofit's done some really cool stuff. So he also has that under his belt. But you know, enough about that. Obviously, if you're listening here, uh, we did not introduce that we've got special guest Dylan, a.k.a. Drug Dogs, in the studio today with us. Uh... <laughs> hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. <laughs> what's up, guys? Damn, you guys are definitely sober. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> True. So, 
Stone Cold. <laughs> SBX was uh, at the time of this recording about two weeks ago. I, I think that's right. A week and a um, half. No, I think we we got back a week from yesterday. Yeah, so it's like a week and yeah? a half. This weekend, it was two okay. weeks ago. Okay. By the time the show comes out, it was two weeks ago. You're right. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't gotcha, matter. gotcha. Anyway. No, it matters. Someone's going to call us on it. But yeah, we had a we had a good time. Uh, we were split um, between two tables. Luckily, we were in the same kind of square. Yeah, all we had to do was like turn our heads around and we saw yeah, each other. Yeah. We got an ass, an ass full of each other. Yeah, we we're pretty close. Cam, was that technically your table or was it? It was my backs? table. Uh, Pat and I got the okay, tables. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks to Cam for yes, getting sir. us a table. <laughs> Because uh, my ass didn't get one. Uh, it's a lotto system, if you guys aren't familiar with SPX. Uh, so it's very fair, unlike uh, some shows. <laughs> but uh, luckily we got in and uh, won through, uh, what's the what's the phrase I'm Lottery. thinking of? By Crux or by... Hook or oh. by Crook? By <laughs> Cam. <laughs> Lottery, yeah, true. <laughs> Cam, like, is there extra credit for the homework? <laughs> is there any extra homework I can do? <laughs> <laughs> um no yeah uh so yeah we we were split up between two tables which worked out uh except for you guys you guys got kind of got screwed in the corner there yeah um i don't know if you guys want to talk about that if you want to sure. chime in on that whole yeah experience. talk that shit dude. yeah we had a good table oh for sure we had a good table i mean it was uh it was me it was blake sims and the aforementioned patrick rooks um, oh, Patrick Ian Rooks, sounds... by the way. Sorry, he likes being addressed Patrick to Ian all Rooks. three. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah, like, normally that might sound a little bit crowded, but that's kind of the what I'm used to at this point is sharing always with two or three people. But there were these people on the corner, and I don't want to make generalizations about the demographic, but they definitely like remember some different presidents than than we do. Um, Yo, I'll make and, some generalizations uh, <laughs> about that table. They were dragon people. Yeah, yeah, dra- dude, for sure. It was like dragon people, and um, they had these gigantic, ostentatious banners. And though, yeah, they dude, were- that one lady definitely had a fursuit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, they were just set up in such a way that it kind of obscured our table or sort of, like, made it look like their banner was directly behind us. Like, they were on the corner, and they set their banner up to where it was directly behind us. So, like, you know, like, people are going to see this dorky-ass, like, dragon and, like, not want to come to our table. So it was kind of a bummer at first. But there was, like, this real passive-aggressive war with it. But I think at one point, Patrick... And you can bleep it if he doesn't want to be identified, I guess. But Patrick ended up like taking it upon himself and just moving it. <laughs> Pretty great story, yeah, right? Rules. <laughs> he told me that. He was like, yeah. I just caddy cornered it so that way, you know, it was still visible but out of my way. And I was like, yeah, I don't blame you, man. Oh, yeah. So. Like the traffic they got, like, I'm not going to comment on like the volume, but the types of, of traffic, they would get people who would stop and talk at that table for like 45 minutes about the difference between a maze and a laughing. <laughs> Apparently there is a difference. I couldn't gather what it was. Damn, dude, that rules. Oh my God, man. Oh my God. They were the, yeah, it was insane. Man, that's so cool. They definitely were like bummed about like us. So whatever. Yeah, they uh, didn't seem too nice in my limited interaction with them, but I think they knew that we were with you all. So, uh, I don't know. Not to say they didn't like you all, but I mean, you know, you all were pretty cramped over there and they didn't look like they were trying to share space. No, that's the weird thing about SPX, though, because like in my mind, it's like 
indie cartoonists and zines and Rezo printed stuff. And like, th- like that's where my brain goes. I always forget that like half the real estate is dragon shit. You know what I mean? Like when you're walking through, like a lot of it is like that kind of stuff, like to, to varying degrees of, yeah, like the same, that, appeal, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, like there's a lot of like low level soup, like low level genre stuff is what I call it. Like yeah, superhero yeah, stuff and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I promised myself that I would stop being as mean as I am. Well, about there goes all our stuff. listeners. So I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and, and I'm going to go ahead and pause here and not really air my feelings about those Who did people. you promise that um, to? Yourself? To myself. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. The only said person I care about. Okay. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. You made a promise with God. No, no. Like, honestly, it's, it's not to detract. It's, it's personally not my thing. It's just, I always kind of forget that that is indie comics as well. Like, that's a big it part is. of the real estate. I guess, you know like, what I mean? Like, that's technically indie it, comics. Yeah. In my mind, it's yeah, no, like. I know. It's indie by technicality. Like I got indie you. Indie music. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like independent music, you you know, like unsigned bands. Yeah, it's two different yes. things, in my opinion. Yeah, like the, yeah, that, yeah, those yeah. dragon people are definitely like DIY. the uh, comic version of the bad acoustic cover coffee shop musicians that are quote unquote indie artists as well. Yeah, you you made it a whole two minutes without dunking on somebody. Good job. Yeah. Hey, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was that was pretty mild though. That was pretty admittedly. No, but let's hold mild. JB to compared his to promise. What, I don't compared want to what I didn't say, that's in my mind. <laughs> no, that no, was really I, mild. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. You, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I hear you, and uh, I don't know. Like, I didn't really talk to him, so I'm not gonna, you know, say anything ill about them. But yeah, they weren't too pleasant in the limited rea- interactions I had with them. Did you all? Uh, did you have a more enjoyable show this year, Dylan? Oh, yeah. yeah. This this was my, in terms of, yeah, like in terms of like how fun it was and also to be like carny, like how well I did. It's the best show I've done so far. Hell so, yeah. Um, and I, my own, I did SPX last year, so I have that one. I only have that one to compare it to, but still, this one was miles, miles ahead. It was a lot easier of, of last year for me. I so. feel like to just do the show than it was last year. Last year, I was so like overwhelmed with everything because yeah. I'd never done it. And like, oh yeah, I knew what to expect. We had a bigger crew, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and at this point, this was our what, third, fourth show together this year. So it was like we already kind of have a yeah. system worked out. So, you know, last year yeah. was with the training Other wheels than- and it was kind of stressful, but this year was a breeze, really. Um, yeah, the AC was good. Honestly, that's like a low key factor in a lot of shows for me is how how good the AC is. This was pretty primo AC, so I was happy. <laughs> yeah, it felt pretty good. Yeah, it was really nice in there. And they had like water stations everywhere this year, which if they had them last year, I did not pick up on that. But they were lifesavers this year. Yeah, that shit ruled. Because I remember last year having Dang. to like fill it up at a water fountain, having to wait in line. But I didn't know if my dumbass just missed them in the corners or something. So I'm glad that you all didn't see them last year either. Then that means I'm not an idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, JB and I tabled next to late comeback press, Caroline and Rockna. Caroline, shout out to Caroline. Came so prepared. Uh, iced coffee, cans for everybody. Uh, baked this really amazing uh, Japanese milk bread for us. Oof. And uh, yeah, just really, really came in the clutch, especially after night one when we, uh, you know, drank. I think we drank, I don't even know, two nights. I don't even recall. Yeah, the first night caught up on us real, like, sly because we. I don't think anybody was expecting to go hard on the first night. Was the oh, first night yeah. karaoke? It was, it was karaoke. It was. Yeah, yeah. That that's was how we started <laughs> off. Like, that's how we, like, started just, the yeah, whole we're just gonna night. Get- 
get a couple of drinks, you know, and hang out, it'll be cool, you know? And then, yeah, by, like, the 12th fucking, like, White Claw or fucking whatever we were drinking, uh, it got pretty, uh, pretty wild. Yeah, I'd spent fucking $24 on three hotel beers before we even went to go get the White Claw. Oh, yeah. and <sighs> That's right. So they were charging right. $8 a drink. Well, that was for, like, a domestic beer. Everything else was higher. It was ridiculous. Someone explained to me how if you're going to sell out to Bezos... How do you not have an open bar? Dude, yeah, I don't right. know. And what, we missed the what's food the this year. What's the in that? Was there food this year? Because I missed it. If so, like when I got there, there it looked was, like but there it wasn't, was like. It was, it was like fucking Lunchables. It was like little oh, snacky uh, snacks. So. I don't know. Like it wasn't really anything Last crazy. Last year it was more substantial. It yeah, was like it was like sliders. And yeah, stuff. and fucking pizza. Yeah. I don't and, know, man. The fucking, the rich people in They Live that sell out to the aliens got like way better <laughs> deals than we did. And I don't fucking understand that. So whoever's running SPX, if you're listening to this, you guys got screwed. Yeah, like you charge us $400 for a fucking table, not including transportation, printing costs, and so forth. And got money at the door. I did not even know that. Yeah, you charge $10 to get in. Fucking, you That's, better cater what, us some so food. Where is that Bezos money going? Dude, that Bezos money is probably going to the fucking organizers who work, quote unquote, all year on it. I got to stop shooting on SPX. SPX, I love you. Delete that last part. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's going to be the opening of the show. <laughs> Completely just isolated, no context. Just yeah, you know what, shit fuck them, because you know what? I'll get in there one way or another. I might not win the lottery, but one of y'all will, and I'll just roll in the fucking table. Damn. All right. What if we applied under the name Jeff Bezos? Do we on? <laughs> They'd be like, oh, Mr. Bezos, I didn't realize it was you, right? This we way. get a whole section to ourselves. <laughs> comics are cool. <laughs> My daughter loves comics. Oh, so loves started getting into this small press. I got a little risograph printer here. <laughs> if you pay me 38 cents a copy, I'll get it to you in two days. It's just like shitty mm-hmm. fucking print on demand. Yeah. Some person that hasn't taken a piss break for four days is going to print your shitty comic for you. That's right. Man. So, I was actually walking around at SPX, and, like, if anybody's listening to this show, like, I don't mean to dunk on you here when I say this, but if you do this, just, you know, consider going to another printer. Um, A lot of people had those, like, you could tell they were the print-to-order Amazon books, like, they had, like, the weird gloss and, like, the blank white spine. Did you all see a lot of those books around? You could tell that they were, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, like, the whole print-to-order thing that Amazon does. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of people with books on the floor that looked like that, and I was kind of just like, man, you all can get something that looks, like, more legit for probably cheaper than what you're paying for this. So, if you're out there printing on demand through, like, Amazon or something like that, just stop and uh, find a printer. If you need to, DM me on social media. I've got a few recommendations, but don't do that print-on-demand shit, because it doesn't really look that good. Well, I feel like an idiot, but what, what do you mean print-on-demand? You can just do, like, hey, I need seven copies. Boom. Yeah, so like Amazon, you can put your book like you up to print as like a minimum. Yeah, like well, what you could do is is you get a contract with Amazon or something like where you host your book on their e platform, but people have the option to order mm. a printed copy, and it's literally printed like on demand. But it's like these weird like all white. Like it, it's like the okay. size, whatever you want it, but it's like this glossy, all white, like the spines don't say anything on there. You know, they're just all white and they like look like they were printed off a home computer. So there's, you're not making copies. Amazon is essentially just like keeping these files. And if somebody orders a print copy, it's this like print on demand. So you can go in there and order yourself copies and they just look Gross. horrible. And I actually saw like a few tables with these and yeah, yeah it just, yeah. you know, it doesn't look good. It's not a good look. I didn't see any of that, but I, I, uh, that offends me yeah. just hearing about it. So I mean, yeah, for the awful. price that they're probably charging you, you know, you can get a respectable printer and, uh, you know, have some nice looking stuff. Sorry to go on that tangent, but, you know. Yeah. 
pay to make your shit look nice if you take this shit seriously. Yeah. 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 I uh, I didn't notice, probably because whoever is doing that is probably not making the type of books that I'm going to be actively se- seeking out anyway, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, Sunday, I was just so, like, folded from Saturday night that, like, I didn't, I mean, you, I didn't spend any time at the table Sunday, really. I was gone for, like, three hours, and I just stopped at yeah, every table. Yeah, You were gone most of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, went to every table just because I was like, man, I really don't want to sit behind this table. So I really did stop at almost every table. Um Yeah, there were points of the day too where we couldn't do digital sales because you had your phone too sometimes. Hey, late so comeback like walk will, off uh, with <laughs> they'll take the sale and Venmo you. That's what they always do for me. Cause I was doing that they shit. They did, they too. did. Yeah. So they'll get you together. Thank you for that again, Caroline and Rockna. Y'all were the real MVPs of the weekend. Yeah. I'm glad that things picked up for them on Sunday because I know Saturday they were not feeling it. Dude, well they <laughs> fucking told us because Saturday we were killing it. And, uh, it's, yeah. and it was because like, you know, I was talking to everybody that passed and I forgot if it was Carolina Rockner, but they looked at me and they were like, we always do this. We just, you know, aren't feeling it the first day and then we get into the groove of it. So we sell the second day. So they knew what they were doing. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I like their stuff though. Well, I was, I was saying off air earlier that I finally got to read Rockner's phases and I was really, really impressed by it. Um, and I know we've already, well, you have Cam talked about it quite a bit on the show before but just want to reiterate that it is fucking amazing so if you haven't picked it up yet go check it out it's on late comeback press dot com and if you haven't picked up my Duck. book living space it's on there too so just you know throw Damn. some ducats <laughs> oh yeah i did finish that as well um it's shit don't fucking buy it yeah uh, it's yeah, fucking it's trash really, it sucks. yeah horrible no it was really good i really liked it uh i I really love 20 i think i already told you that because i got that what like back in cake yep yeah yeah yeah. 20's the magnum opus thank you all means a lot i love your all stuff too don't let it get to your don't get yeah don't fucking take that to your head oh no i I know whose coattails i'm riding it's okay oh yeah do not that's right and they're right his name is blake sims hell yeah blake (laughs) (laughs) Country boy, country strong. R- run around his house with a pickle in his mouth. Oh man, yeah, y'all, y'all read Logor yet? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I want, yeah, I want to talk about Logor. That shit rocks. Like, yeah, it's in, funny. I'm already excited about. It. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's one of the low key yeah. comics of the year, man. Like really, like if, it really is. If dude. you could get that to a reputable, like you know, if you can get that to the comics journal somehow, somebody's gonna put that on their fucking year-end comic list so if somebody listens to this and has connections um yeah we need to get you a copy of blake's book because it's yeah. fucking hilarious very fun amazing i don't know like there's a there's a really funny spread in it and he had it open on the table the whole day like the whole time at spx and i can't tell you how many people stopped just just because of this one page spread and I like uh, and and it was just like funny and people were just like LOLing for real, like laughing out loud and being like, I, I don't know what this is about, but I got to buy it just because of this spread. Like it was awesome. Is, is that the, the maze? Your maze fucking sucks. Maybe that's what spurned the maze versus labyrinth. I, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if it is like they Yeah, they were like complaining about our table. He's like, like, looking, just like you oh, see this fucking he doesn't know asshole. the difference between he's clearly drawing a labyrinth, but he says oh, maze. What a poser. <laughs> <laughs> 
legit that was like one of my favorite pickups at, at SPX. So yeah, good job, Blake. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, it's just yeah, it's a special book, and Blake is already fucking a million he's pages had that deep in volume for two. Years. Of course, like I, the, by my understanding, the, uh, the panels that he's, he's shown us so that, far, oh, yeah. the pages he's shown us, are yeah, hilarious yeah, yeah. Too. I think that's actually funnier than what I've read in Logar. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's yeah. hanging from the cliff and he's like, my dick is out. <laughs> Hell yeah. My kind of humor. Get his ass on the right show. There. Smart. Makes you think. Damn. Yeah. Well, we got to get him call in or something. I don't know. We got to figure it out. If somebody, yeah, if somebody in Bowling Green listens and has a mic, please let me know. DM me. I'm going to, if you can hook Blake up with that mic, I'll send you some books and a shirt or something. Please help out Blake. Give our starving boy we'll, uh, a nice microphone to eat. Buy his books. Buy his books. He'll, he can buy one, I guess. Maybe. Or, <laughs> yeah, you're... <laughs> to never use it again after. <laughs> for a one-time like, appearance on Gutter Boys. Mic for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what the hell am I going to do with this mic? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> damn oh man oh man damn <laughs> oh shit so hey we got some questions that are actually like somewhat tied into spx um and i'm gonna go ahead and pitch them up to y'all all right y'all so we got some questions uh that kind of tie into spx so i'm gonna go ahead and just pitch them up a uh, friend of the show yewan kwan wrote when are you guys gonna have a real star like me on the show well yewan soon you got a mic so soon that's gonna happen uh, you're one of our uh, most requested guests between JB and I. We always talk about having you on. Uh, they follow that up with, uh, just kidding, tell me about your favorite yep. comics that you picked up at SPX. Uh, we were just talking about Logar, so Logar's definitely up there. Um, Connor Williamson's new book came out, and to be honest with you, I have not read it yet because that's something that I want to like sit down with, and I just haven't had the time since I got back. But Connor Williamson's book that just came out from Koyama Press, I'm really stoked about that. Uh, nice. JB and I actually talked to him for a little bit about Bret, Bret Hart. And he was telling us a cool story about how... Uh, no, c- correction, you talked to him about Bret Hart. <laughs> I just stood there and nodded. Okay, well, somehow you were brought up... I don't even remember. Yeah, I talked to him about Bret Hart. He was a cool dude. Um, so that was one of my favorite comics that I got. Um, so guys, though, what else... Uh, what were your favorite comics that you picked up at SPX? Um, I got some stuff from this artist named... And I, I might mispronounce the last name. I'm kind of a, a recent convert to their work. But the name is Roger Bignon. It's a Philadelphia-based artist. Uh, looks like the uh, representing a company called No Man Illustration. Anyway, they had these like insane Rezo and screen-printed comics um i bought everything that was on the table but there was one called homunculus the refuser i'm like not going to be able to do it justice by the way that i talk but yewan specifically i think you would actually get get a lot out of this artist if they don't already know them just because of all of the uses uses a lot of cool printing techniques but uh i really enjoyed the work of the books i got from Mm. roger bignon's table and then there was a book called Bloodrick by an illustrator named Andrew. Uh, I, I'm going to yeah. mispronounce the last name, but it's like Cronky. Um, it's a Chumline illustration on Instagram, but uh, it has it was basically just like kind of has like a Frank Frazetta 
just kind of like warrior, like Krom and Conan, but a little bit darker kind of warrior vibe. Just uh, very kind of reminiscent of an artist. Like, I don't know, a good reference point might be like Daniel Warren Johnson or something like yeah. that, where lots of like movement and just like debris and, you know, viscera, like skeletons and, and, and guts and stuff is really cool. Those, that's, th- those are probably my two favorites that I picked up. Hell yeah. JB, what'd you get, man? Uh, none of your fucking business. All yeah, right. I got a... Uh... Next question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, the Connor book, I'm still kind of working my way through that. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, we already... I don't know if we've even mentioned this, but Nick's book, Midnight Skater 98. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At our table. Yeah, shout out to Nick for giving us that. Sorry you couldn't be there, man. Uh, Glom Press, they had a table out there. That's where I met Tommy Parrish. I got a book by them. I believe it's their first one that they released uh, called Perfect Hair. Uh, I also got Tommy. Uh, another book on there. Is it Tommy? Oh, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, the, uh, <laughs> the other book called uh, uh, Cut Out, which I thought was really good by this dude Hawkins. Uh, really really beautiful book very interesting looking uh let's see i got a couple of zines from um uh, this girl kendra kendra counts i met them before the year prior oh shit what was it they just like came across my table i think it was because i was next to paul at hidden fortress press and uh she was a big uh wrestling fan uh so that was cool got to see her again and she uh handed me some zines and then i went by her table later and bought some more stuff from her Let's see. Oh, big shout out to Jim Rugg. I went to go buy this and then he just kind of handed it to me. It's his uh, wrestling zine with oh, cool. a lot of his drawings. It's not really a comic per se, but yeah, um, yeah that's a I cool mean, one though. Yeah, it's really well done and it has all of those like beautifully done, like God. amazing fucking ballpoint uh, ball drawings. Ballpoint drawings. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. He had some so of those originals. Good. Did you yeah. all see those? Uh, did he at his table? Yeah. He his had, like, table was always mobbed. So I honestly, yeah. I don't, I never really got a good view of all of what he had. I popped by he, Sunday he had people around. near the end, and he wasn't even at the table, but his stuff was there, so I flipped through the binder, and he had some of those ballpoint pen drawings. They were like 200 bucks, which honestly, for like something That's that sick. nice, it's <laughs> worth it, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I didn't buy one, but Absolutely. I wouldn't feel ripped off if I paid $200 for that. Ballpoint's a great medium if you're good at it, and he makes it look so <laughs> natural. Flawless. It looks yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah, and you can tell yeah. he's just, just dicking around doing it. Too. Right. Like, for yep. sure. For sure. Have you all seen that one that he did for that movie Drive where it's like Ryan Gosling at the arcade machine? Yeah. Dude, it's so sick. It's all ballpoint. Yeah. It's so fucking sick. All of his ballpoint drawings are just really beautiful. I remember yeah. one year, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but um, a couple years back at Heroes, he got a commission to do a, a Doctor Strange commission. And uh, he basically was making a series of commissions that were all 3D using, I believe, three different colored ballpoint pens. And then each commission <laughs> came with a, th- a pair of 3D glasses. Oh, wow. And he showed me his notebook of drawings that he uh, he had sketched out to kind of like perfect the, the 3D effect um, to make, you know, to show like depth and whatnot. And, right. uh, and it's just like pages of drawings of just these like... Christ. Amazing, immaculate drawings using, you know, three different... He had those, like, um, the types of pens you would find at, like, book fairs when you were in, like... Oh, where um, it's, like, different colors? Different, yeah. You push down a different exactly, button? Exactly, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Sick. yeah. 
Yeah, wow. that's what like and those are like so cheap and shitty. Like those feel so mm-hmm. cheap to yeah, hold. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. So he uses those all the time and uh he showed me that the sketchbook and I was just like, dude, this is like a days worth of drawing, it's just straight nonstop drawing. And, he, and he, I remember <clears throat> this still sticks in my head as like quintessential Jim. He like looks back and he's just like, Oh yeah, I just really love drawing. And he just smiles. <laughs> it's like the most genuine answer. But then you're looking at all these like pages and pages of insane drawings. You're just like, Yeah, I guess you do. Like this hey, is fucking bananas. Real talk though, like this thought comes to me a lot when I especially when I get really discouraged about like comic work. Mm-hmm. Like I always do have to kind of remind myself like oh yeah like i actually just like at the end of the day like i just really love to draw and i always am trying to like get back to that and i often sense that in jim's work of like there's a joy to just the act of drawing not putting together a story and not like creating finished pages but just like putting you know pen to paper like and just fucking just the you know, act of drawing yeah. is something that yep. he loves doing. And yeah, it's super easy to get caught up in the fucking rat race of like trying to meet these Like I need fucking... to have a new book out. I need to exactly. have shit out. Like, you exactly. Know? Like, yeah. You make up these like fucking goals and then you make up these like deadlines and half of them are arbitrary and you end up just like stressing yourself out needlessly. But yep. at the end of the day, yeah, it just, it just should be something that you enjoy doing because God knows we're not fucking doing this for the money. So, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Like if you if I am home and have like if I have like a week off of work, first two days, I'm going to goof around and play video games and clean and do all the things I can't normally do. But then when left to my own devices, it's only a matter of time before I pick up a pencil and start drawing like it's right. what I like. I'm am wired to do. And so like the rat race deprograms you from that, you know, from mm-hmm. like wanting to do it versus like having to do it. Right. Exactly. And so, like. Yeah. And I always see you at shows drawing in your book, your sketchbook. You know, that's something Hell I don't... Yeah. E- I try to. Yeah, and I, I don't even do that. Like, I've, I've completely just almost... I don't want to say lost interest in it, obviously. I still love drawing. But, like, at these shows, like, the last thing I want to do is just doodle in a sketchbook, which is really kind of sad now that I think about it. Nah, man. I'm you standing know, up you, and selling, not, baby. I'm there to make ugh. money. <laughs> <laughs> not, I mean, not to not to keep bringing Blake up, but honestly, Blake is the dude who kind of made me realize, like, yeah, dude, like, I don't know, like, Blake is always drawing, that's right. like, yeah, I, that's true. I, he's he cranks out, he cranked out like ten logo drawings at mm-hmm. at SPX that could work as like yeah, legit like, spot illustrations, but him and Pat, I'm always so like, inspired. Yeah, like him and Pat are always drawing. Dylan, you're always drawing too. Um, Pat's like the child yeah. prodigy of our group, and Blake's yeah, like oh, for the, sure. the wise elder. That still the draws vet, all the time. Dude. Yeah, the veteran. There you go. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty crazy. The, I mean, both of those guys phenomenal. He's the um, senior gemstone of our little clique. <laughs> he is. Right. There you Eli. go. So, we got another question from Paul along the Watchtower on Instagram. Uh, he said, are we ever going to get a Gutter Gang collaboration comic? No. We kind of did. We just... No. Yeah, kind of. Um, so, I mean, Pat just put out something for SPX called Seduction of the Innocent, and uh, we all had pieces in it. You know, I helped with some of the coloring and stuff like that and did the back covers and everybody had some stuff inside of it. And then also, by the time this comes out... On newsprint. On newsprint, yeah. And by the time this comes out, it's a secret right now, and I'm not even going to post about it on social media until October 1st. But um, there's going to be a Halloween zine. I've got like five or six pages in. Um Pablo Vigo, uh, Vigo Pablo has uh, a really nice nine page uh, horror comic in it. Um, and I think all the familiar gutter gang faces are going to be in there too. Um, so those are two collab comics that we've dropped in like a month. 
um, as far as like collaborating with each other. I don't know. Do you guys think that'll ever happen? Like, you know, hmm. writing and drawing for each other. I we mean, all kind of do our own thing. Yeah. You know? I wouldn't mind it. I, I, I'm actually, yeah, I'm, yeah, not, I'm opposed, not saying yeah, I'm exactly, opposed yeah, to yeah, it. I'm into the idea. It's, I think it's just a matter of finding the right time when we're all of our schedules kind of sync up where we could do it. Um, yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm down for, I'm down for yep. it though. Maybe next year. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll uh, get something going. I'm percolating about uh, what's going to happen next year. I'm trying to assemble something for next year. So. Cool. We'll see what well, happens. You know, that. I feel like that um, unfinished Momofuku book was going to be kind of like Oh, yeah. That. Blake did pages for that. Did. Yeah, he like finished his story within a month after we fucking yeah, did the whole thing. And it <laughs> looks course. great. Two color. Yeah. Like, uh, like he made it. He set it up to be Rezo printed and everything. Like, it's ready to yeah, go. Yeah, he got like, it done in a weekend. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sounds about right. <laughs> I, t- I talked about it so much and didn't do anything <laughs> i got yeah I've, I've got mine all thumbnailed but never did it so you know i'm just as uh guilty more there than me all right we're gonna take a real quick break here and when we come back we'll answer some more questions what if i just isolated just the parts where we were saying bad words <laughs> the, hell the whole yeah episode. <laughs> fuck, shit, shit hell, hell, hell tits, shit ass, ass fuck dick, ass, ass fuck, ass, fuck. <laughs> damn hell ass damn we'll be right back meanwhile in Sunnyvale hot on Catwoman's trail Batman and Robin go to comics conspiracy this Catwoman comic may have the answers not so fast Cape Crusader Catwoman. don't count on the boy wonders help he's occupied you've fallen into my trap I knew you'd be distracted by comics, conspiracy, the vast selection. Now you're mine, Batman. Holy baloney, Batman. What should I do? Uh, take the night off. Yeah. other questions um this one is not comics related but you know i've been playing the zelda remake so it's fitting uh hope is hang on how do i uh how do i read this hope is able doesn't find this hope isabel doesn't find this wrote in (laughs) (laughs) what's the next remake that you want for the switch okay yeah, we were kind of talking about it before the show, and Dylan said it, and it was my yeah, answer too. We're gonna go like remake, like, or just could it just be a straight up like like reissue, like report? I, I guess like I mean, this came out with the new Link's Awakening port, so it'd probably be something like that. Right. And I would, you know, I think we were both talking about it. I would have to say Earthbound. Yeah, yeah, I think Earthbound is the clear choice. I would also really, really like a Star Fox game that's pretty much just like sixty four. Um, none of this getting out of your spaceship and walking around <laughs> bullshit. Uh, I just want pure, you know, dog fighting in space, talking animals action. I would say one of one of those two, um, in terms of a remake, would be really, really highly anticipated by me. Um, I don't know what they're doing for Metroid. I I, I tune out Metroid they news it, because right? it wasn't it going to come out. Because and they, like, got all, rid of it. It, they always do this, but like obviously, um, a remake of the true like Super Metroid 
style game with maybe some updated graphics could be cool though they have kind of done that in the past i would still you know i love metroid so i'd love a new metroid title but pretty basic ass answers honestly but i'm a nintendo guy so yeah i mean you know if you had to give that you don't want to just remake a shitty game so it'd have to be a game that was like a tried and true classic like those so yeah strong titles i would love to see a ghosts and goblins revamp Dude, that game God, is so man. fucking hard. So hard. Just because, yeah, so hard. So hard. <laughs> I was playing it the other day because it's on like the Switch SNES library thing they put out. So fucking yeah. hard. Yeah. I always liked in that game that like when you got hit, you literally lost yeah. your clothing. Yeah, like, you're, you're in like, your boxers. Down to your undies. Pretty great. Like, yeah. <laughs> pretty great. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, Taylor Mash Taters wrote in, "Would you fuck Rob Liefeld? Be honest. Um, no, absolutely not." Uh, we have like 19 group chats going and <laughs> I said this in one of them. <laughs> so, but, um, I bet you Rob Liefeld has never went down on his girlfriend or lady friend. Just, just throwing that out there. <laughs> just going to throw that Dude, out there. I'm a hundred percent convinced <laughs> that no his chance. kids were made in vitro using some sort of like fault, like, you know, third party insemination <laughs> process. Cause I'm pretty sure Rob is, he drew them first. Dude, I mean, Rob is definitely, I don't know. I get the vibe of like, he's never seen a naked woman before, let alone had sex. Dude, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, he, oh my god, yeah, I could totally see that. Do you think he, like, <laughs> has hung out with his kids before? Or do you think he just takes photos of them on Instagram and then they go, like, just, like, get go back into Man, hiding or some he's shit? He's a pretty emotional <laughs> dude. He's, anytime he posts, like, his son's in college now. I know this because I'm on Instagram and he posts everything. So before anybody says I'm a creep, yeah. all you have to do is follow this guy. Cam and is you know. the Rob Liefeld information. Dude, it cracks me for fucking me. up, man. But um, <laughs> he uh, every time he posts that his son is like leaving to college, he's like had to hold back tears this morning. <laughs> like he's very open uh, right. about never his emotions mind, mind. with his kids. So I would say that, uh, you know, for not I don't know, man, I would say he probably does have a relationship with them. But um, for sure. Yeah. Would y'all fuck Liefeld, though? Man, no. I mean, honestly, like, he turns his whole life into web content. I wouldn't want to get trotted out in front of, like, in front of, you know, the internet and, and everything like that. It would just become a whole thing. If it was just like, if it was just like something that could stay off of the radar and it could be something I could just tell my friends, like, maybe. But as it is, I just, I don't really trust Rob on the internet with something like that. So no, <laughs> that's a no for me for now. Dude, he, uh, I would say that, uh, he reminds me like when I see him, he looks like one of the home improvement kids. If you just like slapped a 40 year old filter on him, <laughs> like maybe I could see that. Oh, that's so creepy. I could see that. What were you talking about where he like started a live video and he realized that the rabbit filter was on? And oh, he was yeah. like, hold on, guys. I got to take this rabbit filter off. I can't figure out what's going on. Don't leave. Don't leave. <laughs> Overwhelmed. Yeah. Funniest yeah. thing I've ever like, heard, man. He was just so upset. He was like, I can't believe this fucking bunny thing is oh on me. Like God. the audacity. I can't get it off. Yeah. Get it off. Yeah. But he's just having this meltdown and like the comments are just rolling in like, LOL, you look so funny, Rob. LOL, LOL. And Rob like, definitely right, reads as the type of person who like... Like is just never grew up past that age where like if you get picked on enough you just start crying. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That's definitely okay. him. Like if you ragged on his shoes for just like just a little too long, he would just start tearing up. No, yeah, I don't yeah. think he would, like as a defense mechanism, he would be like, "Well, I'm wearing Nikes, and that's the highest selling brand ever." So, no, no, no. He would still obviously. He would still. He'd be like, "They he are the best." Try shoes. to play it off and defend himself, but while also holding back tears. Yes, 100%. 
one hundred percent. He's he's a dude that probably punched a bunch of holes into his wall when he was a teenager. <laughs> probably still does. Oh, honestly. Yeah, drywall puncher for certain. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, still does. He just reads his Twitter comments and just punches <laughs> holes in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he calls up Ryan oh Reynolds. God. Yeah, go. Oh ahead. no, I'm sorry. It's just sort of unrelated, but I forgot to mention we got to meet some friends of Late Comeback Press, uh, Homie House Press. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're really cool. nice, and we're gonna see them again um, at. Uh, well, well, we'll talk about In that later. Chicago yeah, Arc we'll talk Affair. about that later. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A couple more questions, uh, kind of relating to the one earlier from Yewan. Then we got one more from Yewan after that to close it out. Um. Uh. Sean Knickerbocker who wrote and drew Rust Belt actually wrote in. What was the first comic you read after SPX? So when I got home, I actually read Frank Santoro's new book, Pittsburgh, and the new issue of Bubbles. Those were the first two things I made sure to read. Um, nice. Yeah. What about y'all? Um, let's see. I got the Henry and Glenn Forever and Ever compilation book. Uh, that's got like a bunch of different artists. Um, on the drive home, I was just kind of flipping through that. Um I think the last one I read was one of the Josh Bear comics. But then when I was actually like back home, I would have to say that the first comic that I really sat down with was probably Logor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was uh, Perfect Hair uh, by Parrish and then uh, rereading Logor and then finally getting around to reading Phases, which I did not pick up at SPX. So I actually got that. Whoa, that was, I guess, what, Zinefest? Cake or CZF? Yeah. yeah. CZF, yeah, my, yeah, they weren't yeah, a cake with yeah. us. I think yeah. it was, yeah. And then uh, reading, well, rereading 20 by you, Cam, and I think that's it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, Yewan also wrote in with, uh, also, what is the best post-show meal you've ever had? Mm-hmm. Getting, uh, getting down yeah. to the nitty-gritty. Yeah. I mean, it'd have to be Momofuku, right? Like it have to be yeah. like we we've done that both times after SPX and it's just amazing food. I mean, I can speak for myself when I say that. I'm assuming you guys probably feel the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No question. Izzy's Bagel uh, right next to the hotel in Bethesda for SPX is really good, but that's technically a pre-show meal. But they've got the yep. best breakfast bagel sandwiches I've ever had in my life. So that whole thing about the Northeast having the best bagels because there's something in the water or whatever. It's got to be true because it just tastes better. Wait, hold. Do people say that? Apparently, the they say it's the water up there that makes the bagels so good. That's what I've always heard. Wait, wait, what? Wow. I'm dead serious. Hold I don't up. know if DC is the Northeast, dog. I think that's more the Mid Atlantic. I'm sorry to be that dude. No, you're okay. I just. Well, doesn't Louisville have like the best we have water? The best tap water. Best tap oh, water. Yeah, okay. So DC okay. is not. Cons- yeah, I guess that is more like Mid Atlantic. Yeah, you're right. Because there's definitely like a lot more states above it north. Well, you know what? The further north you get, the better the bagels you get. I've never actually. No, been listen, to the it. only reason I know that is because this is a wrestling thing. I know like the Mid Atlantic territories covered like Maryland and, and parts of Virginia. And then I know that like Vince's territory didn't hit those spots. And Vince was like a Northeast guy. I know, I know. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> Yo, check this out, though. So, apparently, the water in New York has low concentrations of calcium and magnesium, which makes it softer than average water. So, uh, whenever you cook bagels in it, the bagels are softer and more aerated, where a harder water strengthens the gluten in the dough, resulting in tougher bagels. Interesting. Damn. Okay. All right. Yeah. So... 
don't yeah, know. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, no, we went to Momofuku again this year. Uh, they actually have the painting from the Royal Tenenbaums in there. The one where everybody's on oh, four wheelers. Yeah. Eli, it's like, is it Eli Cash's paintings? I think. Was it there last year? It, I didn't pick up on it if it was. Um, yeah, I didn't notice it last year. We were yeah. seated in a different place maybe, but. Yeah. Uh, this time we all just like split everything. Like we just ordered everything and just passed around a bowl. Yep. Um, it was. We had a big group. Bigger, yeah. Well, we had a big group last time, but we had a bigger group this time. Yeah. It was everybody that we've talked about on the show. Shout out to who else was there? Uh, Morgan Freeman's Andrea earring Bell. went and Andrea Bell also went with us. So Maddie and Andrea, it was cool to hang out with you all and eat some good food. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure if we do SPX, we're going to go back next year. Yeah. Um, so if you're a cartoonist and you aren't afraid to spend that money, and actually if you do it like we do, we only spent like what, like fifty uh, bucks? Not even. We each. did good. Not even, yeah. dude. I think not we even. made with tip. It was like fifty. It was thirty five plus a beer plus tip. Yeah. So it was yeah. Like, it was like forty five. No, no, no. With tip, it was like thirty five. Oh well, but I think we each, we all each got a beer, yeah, which is like I got, between I eight and bit, ten so bucks, right? The food part was thirty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The food and tip, it was thirty five, and that was oh yeah, thirty five. And yeah. yeah, I just like ordered one of everything and we just passed it around the table yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. um, also um, that's yeah. the move. So shout out to our server know. who was really cool. We always get really cool servers there. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Oh wait. Also shout out to the, the group of people who dropped a glass <laughs> and like cut that lady open and couldn't figure out how no. to close a wound. Oh my God. It was like a 30 minute ER segment like happening Never right forget. outside of our table. It was wild. Oh, it man. was like these rich people all dressed up. Like they were all wearing like dresses and suits and stuff. And this lady dropped a glass and like cut her foot and the guy was like coming over to help her like dress it and instead of like applying direct pressure to the bleeding wound he would like gingerly place a napkin on it and then it would soak up with blood and then he would take like take it off and put another one down it was it was like a it benny hill like 20 minutes sketch too. or something it was like it was like mr bean yeah it was like watching mr bean in real time like well what the fuck is wrong with you people uh, I, I yeah. Like, that's, yeah that's again like <laughs> Money just like makes your brain smoother. I'm pretty sure that's how it yeah, works. Yeah, for sure. It just it just irons out them Those wrinkles. Pesky, poor people wrinkles. <laughs> 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 yeah, those wrinkles happen because of stress. So, like the more in yep. more economic, mm-hmm. st- like strenuous exactly. situations, you get more wrinkles, and you're yeah. more smart. You're more street exactly. smart. Exactly. I like a I like a clean you know press like, suit, and I like a smooth brain. Yep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think that's it. That's it for the episode, y'all. I think no, that's, I think a that's, good, that's it for uh, the email. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, oh, uh, real quick. Um, shout out to uh, Carolyn Cash, who I believe they didn't really debut their book at SPX, but it's definitely, I believe, the first like big show that, show that has it. Yeah. yeah, it came out a few weeks before online. Yes, and it was uh, they had a um, girl in the world. They, for uh, they had curious. A, they had an opening or like a, a debut show at Challengers here in Chicago. Um, yeah. And that was, that was fun. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's been well received and, and rightfully so, obviously, cause it's a fucking great book. Um, it, yeah. One of my favorites of the year. Yes. And it was cool seeing Caroline all weekend cause they were like right across from us at SPX. Mm-hmm. So I would see them so quite was Andy. often throughout the weekend. Yeah. Andy was like literally right across, but right. they were like on the corner. No, they were right across from us. I mean, the corner was actually... Um, the Silver Sprocket gang. That was Silver Sprocket right on the end of the aisle. And then next to them was Trevor and Jen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then next to them uh, was Nicole 
uh, Goo and Dave Baker. Um, yep. Oh, yeah. And they're yep. also really great people. Also, congrats to Nicole, whose yep. uh, new Batgirl book just debuted. Uh, that's a pretty How big is it out already? Yep. It is out. It's part of that young adult line of uh, DC books. Oh, I didn't know it was out already. I'll have to buy yep. it at the shop tomorrow when I pick up books. Cool. Yes, sir. Yep. Looks really great. Um, uh, so, yeah, pick yeah, it up if you haven't. I saw some preview pages. Yeah, for sure. Also, shout out to Jen Whittle. Um, we did, uh, by the time this comes out, the pre-orders are going to be over, but we did another run of the manga shirts, um, in pink and white this time. And, uh, I, you know, the first time when they came out, you know, month and a half, whenever it was, you know, we got some decent numbers in, but, uh, Jen posted that shirt and my DMs just went crazy. So thank you, Jen, for that. We put out a second printing and I've done almost triple the numbers than the first one. So, um, yeah, pretty awesome. Damn. Thanks, Gutter Gang out there. Um, bunch of strangers buying this, and I just want to shout out Jen because I feel like you posting that shirt is uh, what blew that up. So shout out to you for that. Um, but yeah, by the time this comes out, they're going to be off sale. But you know, yeah, well, there, there might be already. extras, right? You might order some extras to sell later. If I do extras, they're going to be at shows only. I don't want to mess with online orders for that. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, um, there oh, will yeah. be tote bags as well. I'm yes. not going to put those online, though. Um, those are going to be show exclusive, I think. I just feel like they're going to sell better at shows. If you want a tote bag, DM me, and I can work something out with you, but I don't think I'm going to. I'm still on free Big Cartel, so I can only have five items in my store. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I'm not going to put the totes up. Hell yeah. So if you want one, DM me, and I'll work something out with you. Uh, yes, and actually, that's a good segue into uh, we have two more shows. Well, uh, Cam, you have one more show. I have two more shows. I, I, I know, Cam, I think you had already planned on doing this book fair show anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Late Comeback is okay. going to ask me if I wanted a table with them. So, yeah, I'll be with them. Okay. So, yeah. So we'll, and you. Yeah, and you. Yeah. yeah. So, we'll all be at Chicago Art Book Fair. Um, that was not... And Ye Wan and Ben, too. Yes. They'll be they'll be uh, at their own table because they're like legit artists. Uh, we will be... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. We'll be with Late Comeback. I, this is not a show I had initially planned on doing, so this will be a last minute show. Also, I will be at uh, Short Run in Seattle with Really Easy Press. Uh, for those not familiar, Really Easy Press is run by Eric uh, Schneider Gutierrez. Uh, he's a nice fellow that put out my... Uh, Takasatsu Villains Monster Zine, as well as uh, oh, the person sick. that collaborated with me on uh, Daikaiju Team Alpha, which debuted at SPX. Uh, thanks to everybody that picked up a copy. Um, I, we have more copies now that'll be available online. Plus, we'll have copies at both of those shows coming up in November. I want to say short run. When is short run? Okay. Yeah, so short run... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, short one will be on November 9th, and then Chicago Art Book Fair will be that following weekend. Uh, so I believe that's what? Uh, the, the 16th? The weekend of the 16th? 16th and 17th. It's a two-day show. Um, so yeah, if you are in the Seattle area or in the Chicago area, please come by to either of those shows, and, um, and we will have uh, some, new, some new merch for you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if if you're going to be attending there, just come by and say hi. And um, I I don't know. Uh, also, thanks to everybody that came by our table and uh, at SPX and said hello, even if you didn't buy anything. 
it was really cool to uh, see some people that listen to the show for one reason or another. Yeah, that was super cool. Well, somebody like came up uh, the first day wearing one of the manga shirts and they were a listener. So it's cool. It's cool to meet you all in real oh, yeah. life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also and- a Burt bag. We, we got one guy in yeah, a virtual yeah. Yeah, shirt. Joey. Yeah. Joey was yeah, there. Yeah, Joey. Shout out to Joey if you listen to this. Um, and we didn't really wait, talk wait, to him wait. a lot. But, was his uh, name Joey? Yeah, Joey. Oh, yeah, Joey. Yeah, Joey B. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then, you know, Maddie, just want to shout you out again. Uh, you held it down all weekend at SPX, came through with some donuts, went out to eat with oh, us yeah. and everything. Thanks for the donuts. Yep. Yeah, real cool Duck dude. Duck donuts in, D- in uh, D.C. or Bethesda apparently is really good. Duck donuts. Mm-hmm. Duck Sounds donuts. Cool. Yeah. Matt is single-handedly supporting the DIY scene. He's the patron. He is the patron yeah. saint. He's the DIY patron. Yeah, dude. And when it comes true. to comics and wrestling true, true. stuff, he's like the point guy. Patron saint of DIY. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know once again though i just want to plug towards the uh end here that uh you know with this being october uh head over to my big cartel at camdolrosario.bigcartel.com uh there's gonna be a zine it's gonna be 20 to 28 pages depending on how it lays out but it's gonna be a bunch of halloween related stuff it's called yeah trick or treat i want to suck your dick <laughs> Scott, uh, <laughs> me jb dylan blake uh, 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 uh rockna uh, uh, uh. vigo pablo really good stuff in there his uh, american debut as far as being published um we've also got an episode coming out with him soon uh we talked with him for quite a while about the comic scene down in buenos aires and uh it's a pretty good conversation so i'm stoked for you all to hear that in argentina yeah, yeah, in Argentina. Um, so, yeah, you can read his uh, – he's got a nine-page story in this Halloween trick-or-treat book I'm doing. And um, it's his first time being published in America and in English. So, you know, I'm helping him with the yes, translation right yes. now. So, he's already translated it. I'm just helping him fix the grammar. Um, I don't know how to speak Spanish. Sure, the little things. Yeah. So, I don't want to flex like I can speak Spanish. Uh, yeah, so uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. We will try to keep this at a bi-monthly rate, even though it's been monthly lately. We um, had deadlines, but you know, busy. show season's about to taper down, and it's gonna be the depressing months of the winter. Yeah. So, I, I, if anything, I will be more. I, I'm gonna be busier in the next like two months. I'm uh, so I'm a little worried about uh, finding time to edit in uh multiple to, i mean i don't know we'll, we'll see we'll see i just have like four books i have yeah. to fucking do uh, so gutter gang not... we need an intern if yeah, you know please. how to edit oh my god get in touch um you know no because i'm gonna fucking hand it off to them whoever it is and then i'm gonna it's just gonna bug me there and there we will definitely get canceled you know. <laughs> if somebody else edits what we say and doesn't know what to take out oh, we will yeah. be over with Oh yeah, he did uh, like a an African voice and said the f word over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> he was really, really insensitive. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if it was ironic or not. He was leaning into it a little too hard for it to be ironic. <laughs> uh, hey, Dylan, thanks, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we always love having you. What was this yeah, two, three times third, now? Third time's a charm. Is yeah, it the third? third really? Charm. Wowzers, man. Yeah. So if, right. if Blake did get a mic, then we'd have, we we can get some value out of it. He can come on too. Dylan and Blake just come on and co-host with us all yeah, the time. Yeah, I, I love editing. Pat, you're banned though. You and your soundboard, never again, bro. Oh, that was I awesome. Love edit, I love <laughs> editing five separate tracks. Oh yeah, but that was awesome. Hell yeah, that's good times. <laughs> 
shit. Well, that's it. All right. Mama told me not to. I did anyway. Misbehaving. Daddy said don't, but I said I'm gonna misbehaving. High on a windowsill, swimming in the creek. Catching crawdads and playing with a stick. I wore lipstick. And I got caught shaving. Just two, two little country, country kids outside misbehaving. Teacher said don't. the house with a pickle in my mouth Playing in the street, look at me outside of waving Just two little kids out there misbehaving We thought we was just messing around Till we met that man in the thorny crown He taught us that tricks and mischief leads to Satan So from now on, there's no No more tricks and no more misbehaving. No more tricks and no more misbehaving.